back to the Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church in a Year. Today is day number 298, and we begin with number 2284. Scandal is an attitude or behavior which leads another to do evil. The person who gives scandal becomes his neighbor's tempter. He damages virtue and integrity. He may even draw his brother into spiritual death. Scandal is a grave offense if by deed or omission another is deliberately led into a grave offense. Scandal takes on a particular gravity by reason of the authority of those whose cause it, it or the weakness of those who are scandalized. It prompted our Lord to utter this curse. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened round his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Scandal is a scandal is grave when given by those who by nature or office are obliged to teach and educate others. Jesus reproaches the scribes and Pharisees on this account. He likens them to wolves in sheep's clothing. Scandal can be provoked by laws or institutions, by fashion or opinion. Therefore, they are guilty of scandal who establish laws or social structures leading to the to the decline of morals and the corruption of religious practice, or to social conditions that intentionally or not make Christian conduct and obedience to the commandments difficult and practically impossible. This is also true of business leaders who make rules encouraging fraud, teachers who provoke their children to anger, or manipulators of public opinion who turn it away from moral values. Anyone who uses the power at his disposal in such a way that it leads others to do wrong, becomes guilty of scandal and responsible for the evil that he has directly or indirectly encouraged. Temptations to sin are sure to come, but woe to him by whom they come. Life and physical health are precious gifts entrusted to us by God. We must take reasonable care of them, taking into account the needs of others and the common good. Concern for the health of its citizens requires that society help and the attainment of living conditions that allow them to grow and reach maturity. Food and clothing, housing, health care, basic education, employment, and social assistance. If morality requires respect for the life of the body, it does not make an ab- it an absolute value. It rejects a neo-pagan notion that tends to promote the cult of the body, to sacrifice everything for its sake, to idolize physical perfection and success at sports. By its selective preference of the strong over the weak, such a conception can lead to the perversion of human relationships. The virtue of temperance disposes us to avoid every kind of excess, the abuse of food, alcohol, tobacco, or medicine. Those incur grave guilt who, by drunkenness or a love of speed, endanger their own and other safety on the road, at sea, or in the air. The use of drugs inflicts very grave damage on human health and life. Their use, except on strictly therapeutic grounds, is a grave offense. Clandestine production of and trafficking in drugs are scandalous practices. They constitute direct cooperation in evil since they encourage people to to practices gravely contrary to the moral law. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. Within this uh, section, we cover quite a few uh, different uh, kind of moral questions on on how things are to be handled within uh, society. And um, 
it's probably important just to recognize the um, the first of first thing that's covered is this, this idea of scandal, which I think sometimes we we overstate, we overuse a little bit in the in the in modern Catholic culture because we tend to kind of recognize it as um, you know anytime we see anything wrong, right? Because there's kind of this um, you know the this political, this political scandal, or that church scandal, or this, but no, well, well, sure, it's it's bad, but the the sinful aspect of scandal is when we cause another to sin, either by our actions or by our acceptance of something that is evil, and not kind of a um, a, a toleration of something that we cannot control. That is something that we um, it can even be a Christian virtue, but rather the when when our actions uh, allow others to fall into uh, deeper sin, and so we we need to be just very attentive to to our own actions, recognizing and that the fullness of of our faith are, and tells us that we're not individuals alone, right? We are individuals within the community that we when we die to self in Christ, we are called to rise in His body, which is made up of many members, um, and so uh, the the hand cannot <laughs> fall into sin without hurting the entire body, and so when when we do something wrong or, or make something that is sinful seem as if it's not sinful. That scandal is, is our own sin that we have incurred upon ourselves, And I think it's just, uh, I think it's, it's not an accidental feature of the catechism. I think it's well planned out that the, that scandal is addressed even before respect for health, right? That, that our, that our, the, the sin that, uh, is public and is done in such a way that um, encourages another to sin is objectively worse than the ones that just simply affect us, right? So, um, you know, things like, you know, uh, uh, excess use of food, alcohol, tobacco, or medicine, or the uh, use of drugs, awful, you know, and, and terrible things to do. But at the same time, they tend to primarily affect just this, just the first one person, um, and yet we know that they don't ever just affect one person. So we look at this whole, within the whole scheme of how how sin works and how it affects others. That each of these have this recognition that there is a fault and a sin for the individual, but also the harm that is caused to the greater community. That we also should recognize the the fault and the sin that we have committed and its negative effects uh, to those even beyond ourselves.